it's a mic check, I am going to be talking. Wait, let me move this mic closer. Okay, if I'm talking like this the whole time, ah, do you hear like mouth sounds? I don't know, it's so weird. Okay, I'm still figuring it out. Can you believe that? Okay, hi everybody. First of all, can we talk about something? I am so excited. This is episode 50. 5050. What? I know that I've been doing this kind of for a while. It's almost a year, but who's counting? Um, and then I've done a lot of episodes, but 50, that's a lot if you think about it. Like if I were to start counting one, two, three, four, all the way up till 50, I'll spare you that. But like, and think about each of those numbers being a full-fledged production that I did, like coming up with an idea and recording it and editing it and doing a post about it and everything. 50, that's quite a lot, but time flies when you're having fun. Do you know what I mean? That wasn't even, what was that, like an accent? No, that wasn't anything. Anyways, um, I... I think this is really exciting, episode 50, but I'm also going to take this occasion, this kind of milestone, this nice number, and I'm going to make a more formal announcement about this on Instagram, but I think I'm going to be taking at least a few weeks break after this, which is my first official break with this podcast, because like I said, I've just been having so much fun with it, I haven't wanted to take a break, Um, and not that I necessarily do right now, but I feel like I need to, because as I'm hopefully getting more serious about this podcast and hopefully it'll grow and stuff, I feel like I've been really needing this whole school year that I've been doing this. I've been feeling in the back of my head like this feeling of I really need to sit down and just have some quiet and some space and time just to just to think about the podcast, just to really come up with clear direction um, and just... Yeah, like figure out what I'm really doing and come up with good processes. And like I said, again, I've been having fun, but I feel like I've just kind of been uh, living every week to week, just kind of making podcast episodes and not in an efficient way. And um, as I'm going forward after this 50th episode, I'm thinking I've got to make some changes. I need to come up with smarter processes. Um, Spoiler alert. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a sentimental person, so this is kind of sad to say, but I think I need to change the cover art of this podcast and the name too. I like it. I think it's, um, well, no, I can't say it's catchy. I think it's clever. The early Robin gets the worm, but it's a mouthful and it's hard to remember. And my Instagram username is really long and everything. So I think I need to change it, whether that's just something shorter but the same thing, like Robin gets the worm, or if it's something completely different, what if it's like, so it goes, my last name is so, S-O-H, what if I made it so it goes, I don't know, I'm starting to think of these ideas, anyways, um, that's just a preview for you, that I'll be taking a few weeks of break, uh, in this next month, I think, just to, just to re-clarify my vision, so next time, Next time we talk, I might be totally rebranded. I might be a whole new podcast. I don't know. I'll still be the same me, though. I'd like to keep important um, things that I value, such as keeping it authentic, uh, very real, keeping all my bloopers, all that stuff. It should stay. It shouldn't be going anywhere, so no worries about that. 
Anyways, let's get to the real meat of this episode. I, this is, it's Thursday right now. Actually, this is really funny. Um, I was just going to say, I graduated college on Sunday, which still doesn't feel real because, I don't know, more on this later, but I feel like I've just, I don't, I don't know anything, but I still graduated with an engineering degree. Anyways, um, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. It's very on brand talking about my college experience because I am also right now recording this episode literally two hours before midnight, before the day, before Thursday ends, which is my prescribed podcast day or podcast episode posting day. Um, And that is so on brand with just like my college career, everything being done at the last minute. But uh, I have no excuse. I'm just I'm really bad in that way. Anyways, um, let's talk about this, about graduating college. It's funny because like I mentioned, I feel like I truly know nothing having graduated with an engineering degree. I've talked to some other engineering graduates and they say, yeah, I felt the same. I feel like you, you don't know anything. No, I don't know anything. Talk to me when you're not like, in an engineering job right now or didn't get your internships talk to me when all that's gone away and you're saying i didn't know anything when i graduated no i literally just have no experience and not to mention i have had no passion for my major in fact quite the opposite i've um it's been a tough time let's just say uh so i all that to say i feel like i really know nothing but um I do have to admit that I think if if there's anything for me to not feel like an imposter about getting this engineering degree, it's the fact that, wow, me of all people who doesn't know anything, so I think, and just really doesn't have a passion, I still made it through. And with an engineering degree, like, that's not necessarily the easiest thing to accomplish, but um, I guess I can say that if anything, at least I'm hardworking or I've been hardworking for these last four years and have not given up and have really (laughs) apparently problem solved a lot because like, I just don't know where those grades could have come from if I don't have any knowledge of engineering without me being incredibly resourceful. So in that way, I am proud. But literally this whole week, even after the graduation ceremony and everything, I still, I emailed my advisor and was like, can you just just a sanity check. Can you please confirm if I got this degree? Because I I just have trouble believing it. Like authentically really had that self-doubt. So (laughs) um, there's that. But they've told me that I got the degree. So I think I'm in the clear. It just still doesn't feel real yet. But for this episode, I think I'm just going to take the opportunity to reflect on my last four years of college. And I realize that this could be interesting to a point for other people but at some point like also if I go into every single detail that's really more for myself and not for anybody else's enjoyment so (laughs) I'm gonna try to strike a good balance here keep it somewhat concise but still tell you about my experience because in the end this is also kind of like a an audio diary for me so I'll try to keep it somewhat concise but I'm gonna go through each year of college and kind of give a summary about it and and what it taught me and what I thought I'd do because these days um this is a topic for another episode but I'm trying to really just like 
I don't know, simplify my life. Less is more kind of idea and not, not be so wordy and so oversaturated, but I just came up with one word to describe every year. So without further ado, let's get into it. Okay, freshman year. What was the word to describe freshman year? Humbling. (laughs) My friend Ariel and I, we had a very similar experience freshman year with this whole humbling thing. So we always joke about it, but honestly, I'm being serious. Freshman year was super humbling. Um, I was a really, really good student in high school. Like I was the top of my class. I got really good grades. I took senior year, I was taking five AP, which stands for advanced placement classes, which, you know, is an insane thing to do. Um, but I was doing really, really well. I had really great grades and everything. Uh, and then, so I thought coming into college, okay, yes, I'm going into the engineering major and stuff, but honestly, if I keep putting in the work, like I always have done then, like it always happens, that will produce results. By the way, let me mention this before I forget. Why did I even go into engineering? I never had an interest for STEM. I was always terrible at it. And like, I don't know, I just should not have made it in. Um, Basically, long story short, I've talked about this in other episodes, but long story short, senior year came around of high school and I was kind of worried because I still didn't know exactly what I wanted to do. I knew that I loved things like, no, not math and science and stuff. I loved English and I loved writing and teaching and communications and things like that. But I think I came to a point where I kind of got freaked out, like, but that is not the definition by society standards of success. And so in a way, would it be a waste if I went into what's regarded as like an easier or less maybe respected or glamorous major, like if I went into communications or something, would that have wasted all my hard work in high school? So I just thought, you know what? I find physics mildly, mildly interesting. Yes, I'm actually failing this class, which I never fail classes, but yeah, I find physics mildly interesting and that could go into engineering and I'd get um, the respect from people. So let me just put in my college applications for engineering. So that was kind of that. I was in love with the idea of going into engineering and how glamorous it seemed. So I kind of stuck with it. And I think I was in denial. I was trying to tell everybody like, yeah, this, this is what I want to do. I was trying to convince myself too, because I didn't want to flake out. And, um, when I got from my school, I went to the it's weird to say it in past tense, but I went to the University of Washington when they um, when they sent me my application, or not my application, my acceptance letter and said that I had made it into the engineering program. Honestly, I was so, like, that was already the first sign of the imposter syndrome I was going to feel for the next four years. Um, that was the first time I felt that because then I remember telling my teacher I think I'm going to go to this school because I just have to accept this offer before they realize they made a mistake putting me into the engineering program. So anyways, I said I said I would make that long story short. That wasn't too short, but that's why I started in engineering. So anyways, came into freshman year at the UW and thought, you know what? As always, if I put in the hard work, I will get good grades. Uh, no, hard work didn't cut it anymore. I was actually putting in more work than I ever had in high school, which 
seemed impossible, but I was. And I was so stressed out and everything and still like very barely passing my classes or at least I was just like getting bad grades, really bad grades. I think my first um, college exam grade back was like, I want to say like a 40 something percent or something. That was unheard of to me. And that was just like, that shook me. (laughs) I was like, what? Uh, I've never... I've always doubted, like, when people said, oh, you're so smart and stuff, I always doubted that. I never felt like I knew, I still don't know what it means to be smart, but I just always thought, I I don't think I'm smart, but I'm very hardworking, and so put in all the work coming to college, thinking I was going to do great, and no, I was doing worse than ever, and that just ended up being the theme for the following months slash the whole school year, um, that I was putting in so much yet getting so little. And so that's why I say this was uh, my humble era, as Ariel and I like to say. Um, And so there's all that going on. And then even in the face of all that, I was still in denial that I hated my major, really. And also I will say that the school is in Seattle and I came from California at that point. uh, And I think I... I didn't realize until I got to Seattle how bad my seasonal depression gets. Like for me, like it's just so, it affects me so bad, the weather. And if you don't know this about Seattle, let me just tell you, it is known to be the rainy city or at least always overcast and gloomy. And so that was all going on. I was getting bad grades. I was affected by the seasonal depression. And I remember actually being on FaceTime with my mom once. And I think I ended up like, crying and stuff not because I really had consciously let myself but I was just like trying to say I was fine but then I'm like cracking under the pressure and I think she said something like Robin I'm pretty sure you're miserable and I think you need to switch majors and I don't know if that's the school for you I don't know that that's the program for you and I said back to her and I genuinely was trying to tell myself this too I was like no, I love it here. I'm having <laughs> tears streaming down my face. I'm having a great time. Uh, I'm okay. I love this major. I love engineering. Haha. <laughs> um, and yeah, and and like in the years following after that, if I said that, that would be a very obvious, like sarcastic joke. But in this case, I really was trying to push that down because I couldn't face the fact that maybe for once in my life I was gonna fail at something academically. So I was in denial. Um, so that's just, just a lot of the freshman angst and chaos that was happening. I will say though, let me talk in a positive light about myself freshman year. Something I did very, very well in retrospect is I made the most of my time. I felt like every single weekend, yes, I was bogged down by work, but I was always making sure to hang out with my friends or my roommate, who's also one of my closest friends, um, always hanging out, always making sure to, to do something or to go to a football game or to, to do, to cross something off my bucket list that I had or whatever. Like I was making the most of my time as if I knew that, what was that? Let me do the math real quick because, you know, STEM major here, (laughs) what, five months later. So five months into freshman year, it is March of 2020. And as you know, that's when the pandemic hit. And um, 
I was making the most of my time as if I knew that for the next year and a half after that, I was not going to be around friends or the school or anything because in March we got an email that said, okay, we're off for, I think it said like the next two weeks or something. And, um, literally immediately that day, I think it was that night I flew home. I flew back to California. Like, could it have been any more obvious that I was so miserable there? Like that should have been my sign. I was just like the, uh, the winter blues. I had it so bad. I was so sad in engineering. And so as soon as I got that email, everybody else was sad and panicking. Like, oh no, I'm not going to see my friends for two weeks. Also, haha, two weeks. No, like more like two years. Anyways, I was out of there. I think I ran into my friend on the way out of my dorm, like hauling my suitcase. And it was like I was escaping prison. Okay. And they're like, wow, you're out of here fast. Anyways, COVID happened and... Needless to say, I was no longer around my friends. I was no longer in this new city to explore. So it was a good thing that even though I had these regrets about I can't see anybody anymore and I can't go around Seattle and stuff, I had no regrets in the sense that I had made the most of my time that I did have. Um, So anyways, I spent the rest of freshman year in California, but on Zoom University is what everybody was calling it. And uh, I thought I was miserable already. That made me even more miserable. Yes, I was so happy to be in California. Like I was spending every day I could outside in the sunshine. That was great. But apart from that, like I just, you know, the world, if you remember, was in total chaos and pandemonium because nobody knew how to handle this. So it was like very locked down restrictions and we were just in our house. So I just remember being in bed pretty much all day, every day when I wasn't sitting outside, just crouching over, not at a proper desk, just crouching over on my mattress, staring at my like disfunct laptop, because also this was like, (laughs) it was not operating well, whatever. It's having all kinds of issues, staring at a screen all day, every day, uh, just feeling like I had no purpose or passion or anything in life. And that was just looking back. That was the start of the depression, which I would go on to, I think, deal with for a little bit, which I'll talk about. Um, anyways, the cherry on top to this school year was that by, I think it was spring quarter. Cause I think it was May, I believe that's when the whole black lives matter movement, um, that's when that all blew up because of George Floyd, uh, that whole incident, which was really sad. And it was just, like I said, it was the cherry on top. And I just remember just having so many, like so many emotions and feeling confusion and stress, trying to figure out my own thoughts on the whole matters, but then also being so bombarded by like social media and everybody posting this stuff. Anyways, it was a hard time. And so much so where literally UW, my school, (laughs) made finals optional. Can you believe that? That was actually a godsend for me because I think I would have failed those finals. But like, because of how monumental, uh, monumentally, is that the word? How hugely stressful that was on top of COVID, they made finals optional. So what a wild ride. Speaking of wild rides, 
uh, that summer, my family on military assignment moved to Korea. So we moved to Korea amidst the pandemic, and this is where we go into sophomore year. Now, Korea, that might sound exciting and glamorous and everything. No, it wasn't. It was during COVID, so it was actually quite the opposite. Like, it was not, at least for me, when I was starting to deal even more with depression and stuff, it was not the exciting, oh, we're going to Korea, it's a flashy new location, it's going to be so exciting. It was still super locked on, all the more so in Korea, which was much more strict. So really, the way I remember that time is pretty much, um, I couldn't go anywhere. I was always at the same desk, in my same room, in our same house that we couldn't leave. I had no friends because we had just moved to this new place, and also there was really like nobody else my age that I knew of on base. Um I I now at this point, oh, by the way, my word to sum up sophomore year was honesty uh, and to a fault. I think I started to be so honest to a fault with myself that, yeah, I like this freaking sucks. I hate this major, but I'm locked in. So that was happening. I had the time difference. So even if I try to stay in touch with friends and stuff, it was just like, what, 16 hours ahead, Korea? So it was really hard to like line up calls with people. And then I was going to classes like either really early in the morning or really late at night. It was just crazy. Um, And then sophomore year two is just like a notoriously hard year for ROTC, which is the military training program that I've been doing all through college. So that added on a layer because that's like extra hours and extra stress of this really intense training year. Um, And then there was this whole incident, which I won't get into, but where basically for a little while, it looked like I had been dropped from the program um, because I had missed the mark by like a few points nationally. I had missed the cutoff for going to the summer training program. And so it looked like I was going to be... um, disenrolled from the program so that like not only ripped away my scholarship which was paying for my school but also totally ripped my identity away from me because I think I had put so much of my value and self-worth and just truly identity in this idea of me being in the military myself that when when it looked like I wasn't going to be part of it anymore I didn't know who I was genuinely and so I think that really on top of the hatred for my major and then being miserable that just that event I think set off the real depression and after that I was just I was really lost for a while thankfully um after a couple weeks there was this whole like national recall thing and it and they opened up a lot more spots for people who had been um cut and so thankfully I made that and so I got to come back but I feel like after that traumatic experience I I wasn't the same anymore after that I had lost my passion for the program and um I just was feeling like an immense lack of motivation at this point okay so before this I had been doing poorly in classes okay but at this point I was actually for real now failing classes because this whole year Also, by the way, I moved back to Seattle for the last quarter um, because of the military training it needed to be in person. But that whole year, like, I just went without touching schoolwork. I just let everything tank. And so my grades went out the window and it was was just getting really scary. It looked like I was also going to be dropped from my major everything. 
skip forward, thank goodness, um, somehow, you know, by the grace of literally God and my professors, because I had to send many emails to many different people where I was like, listen, I'm so sorry, but I'd be struggling. Like, I need help. Thankfully, people were gracious enough, I think, because everyone was struggling during the pandemic. They helped me through. They found a way. My my academic advisor was so great. She helped me, but it was just a stressful time. So that was a very, needless to say, tumultuous uh, two years of my underclassmen <laughs> career in, in undergraduate college. Um, okay. I think before we get into the last half of college, which by the way, there's a pretty big turning point, which I'm thankful to say, before we get into that, I think we're going to take an intermission here. Um, and I am going to insert a song that I had written and recorded, but I might re-record if I have time today. Um, a song that I had written that was just, that expressed and started to capture, I think, everything that I was feeling up till that point about kind of losing my identity and losing um, all my stakes in in success and stuff like that. So I'm going to insert that here and, and then we'll come back and, and finish out the rest of this recap. By the way, I'm so sorry. I, f- <laughs> I planned to be done by this point, which is like the 25 minute mark. I plan to be done by now, but uh, clearly it's taking longer. I'm going to try to be more concise, but um, but also I might need this to look back on. So anyways, uh, I'm going to play the song and I'll talk to you again in a little bit. I'm not what I used to be Please don't expect a lot from me Don't you think that all this failure's taking a toll on my life too? Oh, who am I now? Who am I now if I don't have anything to show for what I've done or what I've accomplished? And who am I now? Who am I now if no one here sees the wins? They just see the losses. should have said but I don't have energy no more I used to try to try you're not mistaken yes it's me but not the me I used to be See the light. 
losses, you see the losses. Oh. Okay, we're back. For me, that was literally two seconds. I'm telling you, smoke and mirrors. I just had to press pause and then play again. But anyways, we're back. Let's go to junior year. What's my year to describe this? At first, it was going to be growth, but then I realized that the more accurate description, the, mo- the more accurate word might be expansion. The reason I say this is because, yes, I did grow a lot, but that came largely out of me finally opening up my mind and expanding um expanding kind of my reach and like what I was willing to do and try and stuff like that. So this is what I mean. I mentioned that in sophomore year, I started to let myself, um, I think I was starting to let myself crack, which might sound funny, but I think it was necessary. I was starting to let myself realize uh, and be honest with myself, I am miserable in this major. I really don't like it and I don't like my school. Um, I'm very sad. And also at that point, uh, let me just say, I never, ever, ever considered myself to be anything musical. But during this time when I needed an escape from school and the pandemic and everything, I just randomly started to play my guitar a lot more and started to sing. I was doing a lot of covers and stuff, but... I was just like barely allowing myself. I was still kind of not sure that that was a part of me. But junior year, what I mean by expansion is I started to really just let it all go. I was very almost to a fault, like too much aware that I was so miserable. And um, and I just really leaned into the music thing. Like I didn't just start kind of flirting with the idea or whatever. I started to full-on spend hours and hours, again, escaping school and stuff, spending it in the music room um, of my, well, okay, so I was, this is another thing of expansion. I left the dorms and I tried living in an apartment uh, on campus and they had a community kind of center where they had a piano room. So I would always find myself there for hours on end, just letting myself lean into what I realized was a very pushed down musical side of myself. Um, and in the depths of my, <laughs> this sounds dramatic, in the depths of my misery um, and just and just really not feeling good in my major and stuff, I was also starting to write a lot of songs. I think I always had it in me, but I never tried it. But I started to write a lot of songs largely most of them were depressing and not only that not only was I letting myself spend more time but I also started a music account on Instagram up till this point I had started posting little covers on my personal account but I decided this is something I like enough I'm serious about enough where I want to start a designated account so I did that that was one point of expansion another thing is that I started to expand in terms of like fashion and just like looks and stuff certainly still no I am not a fashionist a fashionista let's not go anywhere into that I don't know anything about hair makeup whatever but freshman sophomore year I think I was just throwing on whatever clothes I didn't wear makeup or anything but this year I started to experiment I got kind of like it wasn't quite curtain bangs but I got 
a riskier hairstyle, I guess. I cut my hair. Um, I started to buy new clothes that were a little more stylish. I let myself spend money on this. I bought shoes and I started to experiment with makeup. And in that way, I was expanding. Also, uh, I was starting to really deepen my friendships with people. I think coming back after COVID, um, at least I, but I'm pretty sure everyone felt the need to be much more intentional now and appreciate the fact that we could finally be around other people again. So I started to form really deep friendships with what are now my closest friends. Um, so I was spending a lot of time, but one thing that I wasn't really expanding in or growing was this idea of taking care of myself. I still very much was a believer of the idea that I had just like grown up telling myself that all that stuff about self-care and mental health and everything, that was just fluff. It was crap. Like I thought, no, you know what? You just have, you just gotta have grit. You just gotta work hard and push through. Um, (laughs) and that'll solve all your problems. But here I was in this engineering degree, which I not only disliked, but also was doing bad in. And then that was really, really cutting down my self-esteem. And at this point I was so deep in depression junior year. I'm telling you, like I was just so depressed about everything. Um, not helped by the fact that, you know, I was putting in so much work and, or actually I take that back. I was doing the bare minimum of work, but doing with so little passion and getting really terrible grades that this was all just cutting down everything about myself, all this um, self-worth. And so I had very low self-esteem and I was not being kind to myself. I didn't have a good inner dialogue. I wasn't gracious with myself and I wasn't feeding myself and I wasn't letting myself sleep. It was kind of this lose-lose situation. I wasn't applying myself in school, so I wasn't trying, but I was also punishing myself by not letting myself take time to eat or sleep because I thought, well, no, I should be working during this time, but I wasn't. So again, lose-lose situation all around. Where the growth came from this last year, junior year, is I had to realize it matters and it's worthwhile and it's important to take care of yourself. It doesn't matter if I am freeing up the time by not eating or, you know, by skipping meals or um, by not letting myself sleep and having to wake up really early sleep deprived. That doesn't matter because even if I did get to working or whatever, I was still not going to have the energy or the nutrients or whatever that I needed. So (sighs) that was a big lesson learned. Um, but yeah, again, expansion, leaning into ideas of letting myself and my standards go. And just, I think in retrospect, this is where I started to free myself up as a person and for better or for worse, it felt more for worse at that time. But now I see maybe it's for the better. I started to really detach from my identity all being placed in my military involvement or school and stuff. For once in my life, I was starting to see where is my worth and what are the things I care about? How do I hope or where do I hope people perceive me well? Is it in that stuff or is it in my songwriting and how I interact with people and take care of people? And um, that's where I want to score higher. It's not in these career or academic things. I want to score highly in the creativity 
in myself and in my interpersonal skills and stuff. So I think that was the start of my growing into who I needed to be as a person. I came back home and that year or that summer, so this is at this point, August of 2022, my family moved again for the military and we moved to Colorado. Um, at this point, oh wait, I'm sorry, hold on. <laughs> okay, hold on. A little before this, we were in the moving process. So it was June of 2022. And at this point, I like, I don't know. I didn't really know what to do with myself that summer. So guess what? I started this podcast and I can say with certainty, that's really, I think what has, what started, what really, really set into motion me just becoming a full person or at least something close to it. Um, Because I quickly realized this was something I was very, very passionate about. And I was so glad to have something that kept me busy because that summer really had nothing to do besides moving, especially since we didn't have our stuff. I also didn't have instruments, so I couldn't do the music thing. So I was just podcasting away and to find something that brought out so much creativity in me and combined all the things I've always loved and it all came together in this perfect storm of passion, which was like, okay, I got to um, talk about like self-betterment tips, which I've always loved, like personal development. And I got to be creative by making episodes, but then also making like photo or video edits for my Instagram posts. And I got to interview people and I, I just love talking to people and like having good conversations. And I got to have that on record and I got to create specialized like personalized gifts for my guests and then send it to them everything everything all that and more it was making this such a great thing for me and so that kept me really occupied over the summer and um and at this point this leads into senior year my word for senior year is freedom and I say it like that because let's let's emphasize this let's put a big question mark next to the word freedom. Freedom? Question mark? Freedom? Let me go into this. Senior year has been interesting because at this point, I was already in my major, so I didn't feel the pressure like I did in freshman year that every single point I wasn't earning because I wasn't studying or something was me potentially not getting into my major. No, at this point I was in my major, I had gotten past that whole selection process nightmare in ROTC, so I had passed my summer training, miraculously. Um, I had also gotten, over the summer, my job for the Air Force, like, I had gotten that. So, once I had received all this, and I no longer had anything where I was, like, applying or in the process of trying to build a resume or something to get accepted somewhere, once I had that all sorted out, all this pressure was lifted off of me. And for the first time pretty much ever, I didn't have something that I was really striving for. So you would think that's freedom, right? Because then in my classes, I no longer felt like I had to do the best. I just needed to do um, passing or just whatever was good enough for me. Like that was all I needed to do. And I decided to move into a a studio apartment where I had no roommates. I was just living alone. Honestly, 
just for the like person I am and everything, that was a really, really good decision. And so all these things, they probably sound like peace, right? And goodness and freedom and everything. Again, freedom? Question mark. That's all true. It was so good to be released of all that pressure and stuff and to to have my own space and everything. But I think it was just so weird. This year, especially towards the end when my schedule really freed up and I, you know, for the first time, like had free days and wasn't really having to go to classes and stuff. My schedule was so free. Um, I thought that that was going to be like the epitome of joy for me, but I started to realize that like, oh, now that I was on the complete opposite end of the spectrum and no longer had responsibilities, no longer had any pressure whatsoever, uh, And yeah, like I didn't have to be around people because I didn't have roommates and stuff. I realized that was actually also detrimental in its own way, Um, in its own way. Like, so yes, there was the podcast, which honestly is like pretty much the main focus of this year. That's all I've been working on and I've been happy to do it. But I realized that that also kind of just um, stopped me from hanging out so much with people. Yes, I've still cultivated my relationships and um, spent time with my friends and stuff, but not as much and certainly not as much as you would expect with my freer schedule. Um, And I think I was happy to do that because first of all, I loved this podcast or not loved. I love this podcast. I love doing it. So I had no problem with that. Second, I am very much the type of person who loves to be alone. Like I could be alone all the time, not talk to anybody, do anything, and I'll be fine. Like I'll be very happy. But it got so much to the point, like I was was alone so much to the point and so detached from people to the point where I started to feel for one of the first times loneliness. And I think I started to realize, oh, like... I feel it. I feel the effect of being isolated from other people in in a self-imposed way. I feel the loneliness and I feel like, well, I'm not in a romantic relationship. My family's not close by. I'm not hanging out with friends. I don't feel like anybody really knows me or understands me. Um, And so, so I started to feel lonely for the first time. And then that no schedule thing, Freshman year would be horrified to hear me say this, but I think that at a certain point I started to realize I kind of wish I had more structure now because now my days are so open. Like that time became an abstract concept to me. I no longer had this sense of urgency that, okay, I have to cram in today. Like I only, like I have five hours of classes and I only have this much time to finish my homework. Like, no, I didn't really have deadlines. I didn't have classes. Um, I had like one meeting here and there and I I literally can't tell you where the time has gone this last quarter. I don't know what I spent it doing. Yeah, the podcast, yeah, music, but I don't think that takes 16 hours of my day. I don't know. So um, it, it got so free to the point where I wished I had more structure or I wish I had some sort of challenge in my life. And as I was reflecting on all this recently, I think I just started to redefine my idea of freedom. And I haven't put this in like a in a succinct like 
perfectly worded, gift wrapped, packaged away, you know, but I think I'm starting to, to rethink of freedom like this. Freedom is not necessarily um, like the absence of responsibilities or things you're being held to, but it's the, uh, it's the liberty or, or the amount of what, or the like amount you have to choose what you apply yourself to and, and choose what's taking up space in your life. It's not the emptiness of things, but it's the, it, it's the choice um, to, to choose what's filling it. Okay. Can you see, I really didn't plan that. I was totally just sitting here rambling, but yeah. So that's why I say senior year freedom question mark. Um, and, and so that kind of sums it up. Oh, you know what? This is out of order, but I just want to add this so I don't forget junior year at the, I think at the climax of my depression and everything after that thankfully I got better once I started to lean into my creativity and stuff but um junior year there was a moment where long story short I I showed up to this exam that I was not at all prepared for and usually I mean I've had many of these exams if not all of them have been like that I show up not prepared but Usually I can scrap something together, like survival instincts kick in. I, I'll write something on this exam, but no, this particular one, I was sitting in the room, sitting in this lecture room, looking at this paper. And I think for like maybe half an hour, 30 straight minutes, I just sat staring at this paper and thinking, oh my goodness, like I I couldn't write anything if I wanted to. And I do want to because I want to pass, but I don't, I cannot write anything. I physically cannot get my hand to move because there is nothing in my brain about this. And then that led into me thinking, well, also there's nothing in my heart about this. I hate this major. And also I don't know what I'm doing and I have no future and I'm just locked into this forever. Whatever. Um, So I got into this big spiral, which is an understatement, but I got into the spiral I started crying as I sat there and like eventually it got loud enough where I think people could hear it and I was sniffling I like had my mask on I was like (gasps) you know (laughs) crying um and eventually I had to raise my hand and ask the professor if he could come over I couldn't believe I was doing this but I I was like I'm so sorry I cannot take this exam I physically cannot I mentally cannot I'm emotionally spiritually whatever I cannot I said, I will hand this to you. You can give me a zero, but can I please leave? He he looked at me and said, don't even worry about it. Like, that is so not important right now. You need to take care of yourself. Leave your stuff here. Go out to the bathroom. Like, step outside. Take however much time you need. Don't worry about this test. Go take care of yourself. For the next hour, I think, I sat in the basement of that building where we were. Um, and I was just crying my eyes out, just just doubting everything that I'd ever done in life and what I was doing and what I wasn't doing and what was in store for me or what was was not in store. I just kept crying and crying and crying. And um, after that class, you know, I had to go in after I somehow collected myself. I collected my things. I left the building and I, I wasn't even like conscious at this point I feel like um 
I, I just started walking, like my feet started walking me over to the ROTC building and I couldn't believe it as I was going up the steps, but I was like, wow, I, I'm about to throw away my entire future as I know it, but I am going to go in there. And my mind was set. I was going to tell my instructor, I'm sorry, I'll pay back whatever years of scholarship I need to or whatever. I'm sorry, sir. I can't do this. I'm, I'm giving it up. I'm not going to do this anymore. Um, you know what? Thankfully, <laughs> he wasn't there. <laughs> kind of anticlimactic. But um, one of the other staff members was. And he was so kind and gracious and listened to me for like 30 minutes to an hour. Just cry and cry and cry and tell him about all my woes and sorrows and everything. And um, I don't remember what was said. And I don't remember what was done or anything. I just know that I think that's what I needed really just to talk it out. And so after some weeks or whatever, I think I just let that boil over and I was just like, okay, that was a moment. And yes, I was still miserable, but I was just going to keep pushing through as I always do. So anyways, I did just want to add that in there and not forget because that was a key moment in college. So again, I'm so thankful to say that after that, and I really do attribute a lot of that to me getting to do this podcast because I'm letting myself consider something that's creative. I'm so happy to report that now I'm so much happier. I'm more gracious with myself and my perspective is completely changed on what it means to be successful or a hard worker and stuff. Let me say that ahead of me now, um, not even a week ago, I, I commissioned into the Air Force. I made it. I didn't give up. I commissioned into the Air Force, and this fall, I'll be joining and doing a job that is the first major life decision I've made that was not based on prestige or what I felt like I should do. I'm going into a job that's very people-oriented and um, very much like service-oriented. It's kind of like behind-the-scenes stuff to support uh, the base and the military members and things. This job is not necessarily the most glamorous in the Air Force world. Like, if I wanted to go for prestige, I would have done, like, a pilot. Or if I wanted to do what I thought was quote-unquote right, I would have done probably engineering. Can you imagine? Oh, my gosh. Um, But after learning all this through college, I chose this job that was not necessarily the most glamorous, but I knew I felt like I would be a very good fit for and that I would love And honestly, I'm so excited. I think I'm going to be so much more happier doing this job than if I did any of those other aforementioned things or anything else that I didn't feel strongly about um, if I did it for the wrong reasons. And I'm just so excited. And I think that's going to be, in a way, in a different definition, in a way, much more successful for me than if I did any of those things out of wrong intention. And I'm very excited. And even though this has been all in all like a very, very hard four years of college and not necessarily what I would say was like what everybody talks about it to be the most exciting and fun and, you know, great four years of your life. While it's been hard, I'm so thankful that I learned all this, maybe on a macro level, micro level, whatever the term is. I'm sure there's going to be more hardships in life, but I'm so glad I learned this lesson of passion and following what you care about. I'm so glad I learned that in these four years because in a sense, 
it's kind of a contained environment. It's four years and then I get my degree or rather I got my degree on Sunday. Um, and, and after that, that kind of puts like a for sure, like definitive end to that chapter. And it's kind of like a box. And now I can close it and say, okay, that was hard, but I learned my lessons. Now I'm going to put that in the attic. (laughs) Um, Whereas, you know, maybe if I had to learn this in the workplace or in the real world, let's say, maybe it would have been less defined because then it would, I don't know, it's not like college where you, it's kind of like an expiration date. You have to be done by a certain year, but it could have been like, oh, I'm kind of dilly-dallying. The years are blurred together. I don't have summer breaks to, to mark off one year from another. Like it all just blends into each other. So what I'm trying to say is, I'm glad as hard as it was that I learned this lesson about pursuing what you care about in a contained environment and that going forward, you know, this is the beginning of the rest of my life. I'm still just starting and that I'm going to take this valuable lesson into that. Okay. Also, I just look back to look at the time. I think I'm at like 50 minutes, so this is a little excessive, but let me just end off with my three main takeaways from college, what I learned. Um... This goes without saying, passion matters. Don't don't discount it. Like passion matters. Um, but as a little caveat to that, so does hard work. As much as I've been talking about how I felt like hard work didn't pay off, in a sense too though, yes, the hard work has paid off. I got a degree in engineering and I know that as much as I gripe about my engineering degree, it's what's given me so many opportunities and what's opened the opportunities in life for me going forward. I know that a big part of why I had a scholarship and why I can go into the Air Force is because I was in a technical degree. Like that was a big part of my resume and application. So in that sense too, hard work does pay off. I think where the middle ground is between that idea and the whole conversation about passion mattering is that you just need to find a good reason, a good enough reason for yourself. Maybe it's not the reason that you would expect. For me, my reason towards the end of doing engineering was not because I loved it. It wasn't passion, but it also wasn't because I needed to please anybody or be successful by society standards. My reason for it was good enough for me, which was that, you know what, this is a stepping stone for me. This is my means to get to the ends, which is my career goal of going into the Air Force. And then maybe after that, having the freedom to do something creative like this podcast. Um, So passion matters, but so does hard work. So have a good enough reason for yourself. Lesson number two, um, taking care of yourself is worthwhile. Anything that's adding to your energy or, um, you know, adding to your resources and replenishing them or whatever, that's worthwhile. It's worth the while. Little plug. I did an episode on this. It was like episode 20 something. It's worth the while. Okay. Go listen back to that. I talk about this exact topic. It's worth the while. Lastly, people. (laughs) I know this seems totally random. I'm talking about all this other stuff and then people out of the blue, but truly invest in relationships. Junior year, what got me through all that depression and everything, there were, you know, there were a handful of things, but mostly it was because of my friends 
who were who were there for me and because we had built this relationship together they were they were really a, a rock and foundation for me and then for my family too um the people in my family supporting me and being that rock that's what got me through and then not just that but i will say that a really rewarding thing towards the end of college that i ended up loving was just seeing like um seeing the payoff of making so many connections i think something i do really well if i do say so myself is making connections with people and not just like meeting people and that being it but really cultivating deep relationships with people and i think what i've what i saw towards the end of junior year and all through senior year is like what goes around comes around whatever you invest is going to have returns because by the end of college it was crazy like how many small worlds collided and by that i mean like how many mutual friends i realized i shared with so many people and that made it such a blast to have hangouts with people and realize like oh of course you know that person who knows this person because they know me because of this thing that we did together whatever like the whole idea is don't underestimate the value of investing in relationships because that really does come back around and that is such a great reward when you have built this network of people who just feed your soul and make you happy and it all just in the end the world really is small it just it just becomes a fun time um little side note just because i'm proud of this and i just need to brag (laughs) one of the very tangible results of me like making connections with so many different people was that literally there was a there was a group of people who it turned out like i had so many mutual friends in very separately from different programs and involvements or clubs or whatever that they literally drew this like tree of robin basically where my name was at the center and then they had like i want to say at least seven or eight different separate branches of people in that group who i knew all individually from each other and then how they all knew each other and then how we were all connected and i kind of felt like ooh, like i get to that made me feel good i'm kind of like the the common denominator anyways that was a little moment of narcissism but (laughs) those are my three lessons from college passion matters uh worthwhile things are worth the while and invest in people it's all gonna pay off and that in (laughs) 56 minutes was my reflection on college Hopefully you're like a, you're somebody who enjoys long podcasts. I don't even know if I would have the tenacity to listen back to this episode, but if you did, you're a trooper and you are so kind. Thank you. Let me end off this episode with one more song. And this is one that I recorded this year. Uh, One of the many songs I've written at this point, but this one I feel like does kind of sum up my journey through college. Not completely, it's not a comprehensive thing, but it really just, I want to end off on this hopeful and positive and thankful note. Um, I think I called it the road, basically just talking about this metaphorical journey on this path um, through these last four years of how it was hard and there were bumps in the road and stuff like that. See what I did there? But in the end, I know I'm going to be okay. And yeah, I'm just, as hard as the last four years have been, I'm so grateful for everything, and I don't think I would have changed any of it 
the good or the bad or anything in between. This is called The Road and um, yeah, and I just want to say thank you to you two uh, for listening to this podcast because clearly it's been a big part in improving my mental health and, and really saving me, honestly. So thank you for listening. I hope um, I hope this episode was enlightening in some way and that you enjoy this song. Again, it's called The Road and yeah, enjoy. And I'll talk to you after my few weeks of break. Whenever that is, I'll talk to you next time. Bye. Grip the wheel, do what feels right. I listen to my mind. Hold on tight, no goodbyes. There's a gravity inside. I drive and drive till there's nothing on my mind. A year ago, felt so low, melted down and wondered why I had tried all my life when I had none left inside. I cried and cried till my eyes ran dry. But here I am, time and place, and then some later and some greater, and I realize that I'll be fine. Guys, thank you for listening. Let me just say, I'm proud of myself because I think that was one of the more natural episodes where I'm not like constantly stopping and re-recording. I did that all cold turkey in one take and I don't think there's going to be much edits. But also, first of all, that was very long and my throat hurts. <laughs> like I've been talking so much, like it's it's actually exhausting. But I do think because I'm a perfectionist, I'm going to re-record... Um, the song that I'm supposed to insert after the sophomore year bit. So we'll see what comes of that. By the end, I'll be croaking like a frog, but thanks for listening. Okay. Talk to you soon.